mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You know what I think I'm going to do then? Just for the hell of it. Tell me. I'm going to take this right foot and I'm going to walk you on that side of your face. And you want to know something? There's not a damn thing you're going to be able to do about it. Really? Really? to do Monday. Love Monday. I do. If you think that's fake, you are mistaken. Love it when we are back on Mondays. Let's go, y'all. Let's do this. 615-844-5600 on Twitter, at Bill is King, and you can email the show, Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. Welcome in. Glad to have you as part of this extravaganza. A lot to get to. Oh, oh, balls of steel, hour number three. Don't post those until we get there or they will get lost on the timeline. You know, I always introduce terms that we use on the show. Front loading. Don't front load. It doesn't do you any good. It gets lost and then you're wondering why did... My nomination not get on the air. It's because it got lost. Yeah. It's it's busy. The timeline moves pretty fast from show to show. So just be patient with that. If you have one, we will get to that in hour number three on this Monday edition. Johnny Vegas, really no top story. Now, there's some things we're about to get to. Kevin Steele, I know, I know. You want me to go there? I will. I'm going to. But Johnny Vegas points out we're 11 days out. Yeah, I am I am going a little bit kindergarten this year because I'm allowing some countdowns. I don't know if you would call that a countdown, but with college baseball, which I'm very excited about, a week from this Friday coming up, we're playing college baseball, yo. I am very excited about that. Okay. Kevin Steele, I know. Hey, Bill, Bill, I haven't talked to Kevin Steele. I have not talked to him. And uh, I'm not sure if I am talking to him, if I can mention it. Remember, Nick's got some pretty strict rules. Last thing Kevin Steele needs is me to be on these airwaves talking about conversations I had with a coach at Alabama that's not supposed to be talking to people. That is frowned upon. Now, last time I was able to do it, when Kevin was there last time, I was able to do it, but I didn't talk about it until later, right? 
Yeah, I let I let some time elapse. But yeah, we Kevin and I literally would talk almost daily the last time he was at Alabama. Almost daily. Anyways, the announcement and I was busy. I I'll tell you what I got into this weekend. <laughs> the when the story hit on Kevin Steele, I wasn't even aware of it. I was doing some other things, which is very rare. I'm very rarely not mentally connected to what's going on out there. But I was, let me put it this way, I was at Lowe's <laughs> for, for many hours. Kind of like the microwave. Remember when we tried to install the microwave? And it was a disaster. I don't mean the counter one. I mean the one that's that's mounted up. And we spent, we went back and forth. To, I had almost another one of those over the weekend. Anyways, that's not the topic. But I had people, Jeff, too, just business. Other people hit me up. Hey, Bill, Kevin Steele got hired. Now, there was a story that Chris Lowe put out that said, this is likely to happen, something like that, which which it did. Kevin had been down at Miami, and uh, remember, Kevin is a Tennessee guy. He Well, he's from South Carolina, but he went to Tennessee, was a walk-on there, and I got to know him in the late 80s when he was maybe the first coach ever. When I first got started in this business, he was probably the first coach ever who connected with me. First coach. And it was right after he had recruited Chuck Webb, who was the top-ranked running back in the planet. He was out of Toledo, Ohio, and Tennessee. Kevin Steele went up there and got Chuck Webb. And it was a huge get, and he was every bit as good as he was supposed to be until he blew his knee a little bit later in his time at Rocky Top. So, anyways, that's how I got to know him, and then I lost track of him. He left Tennessee, actually ended up Nebraska, ended up in the NFL with Carolina, places like that. And then when he was back in Alabama, he called my agent and said, I've lost Bill's number. Can you get me his number? And that's when we reconnected. And he was all down because he had just lost his job at Clemson when they gave up all those points to West Virginia. And that's how we got reconnected. So, anyways, he has been hired by Nikki as the defensive coordinator. I think this is solid. I know there's some skepticism there. I know this is not being resoundingly accepted by Alabama fans. This is a solid hire. Kevin Steele knows what Nick wants, and Kevin Steele understands the need to return to physicality at Alabama. This is solid. I'm I'm good with this. I'm absolutely okay with this. Of course, the Tommy Rees story as well. We'll get into that too. But and and again, not new news, but things we need to talk about here on this radio show. Kevin Steele being hired. Kevin Steele is a very good X's and O's guy. And let's face it, Alabama on either side of the ball has lost their physicality by their standards. It's easy to see. 
Alabama, by their standards, is a soft football team. Again, I keep saying by their standards. They're a soft football team. Now, Nick still wants to score a bunch of points. That's not going to change, but they've got to get back to the roots of being tough guys again. Alabama has lost that. Kevin Steele will be instrumental in that. So will Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese is a pro-style offense, offensive coordinator. Now, again, Nick runs everything, right? But this will not be something that Cliff Kingsbury would run. And, again, there was never anything going on with Cliff Kingsbury. That's just sex appeal talk, right? That's something they have to get back to. Georgia is the gold standard. Alabama knows this. Alabama has been replaced. We call it like it is. We like to be the champions of Realville here on the show. Georgia is the gold standard. Alabama knows this. They might not want to publicly admit it too much, but they know this. And they're going to have to get back to playing physicality football. Doesn't mean you can't chuck the ball around some at all. But that's both sides of the line of scrimmage. That's not just one aspect of the team. That's all aspects of this football team. Now, the gold standard historically is Alabama. The current gold standard, though, is Georgia. It's not debatable. Not debatable at all. Just business down in Hoover. Says, per our new offensive and defensive coordinator, Hire Bama, about to go old school biblical on folks, a double dollar side. Well, I'm sure that's the goal. You've got a team in Athens, Georgia, it's not going to give it up real easy. And you got some catching up to do to get to Georgia. Now, you don't have a big gap like a lot of other teams do to get to Georgia, but you've got a gap. You can debate how big that gap is. I don't think it's sizable, but it's it's there. It's viewable. It's very viewable. But I like those two hires. I I endorse those two. Tommy Rees uh, coming from Notre Dame. And we'll get into that. Marcus Freeman can go out and get somebody really good. Sam Hartman's not going anywhere to plug in there and take over. This is not a big deal if Notre Dame gets the higher right at all. Not a big deal. And, again, Tommy Reese had his moments. Now, he kind of grew up on the job. His first coordinator job was at Notre Dame. But, anyways, I like that hire. I think it's a good, fresh, young face, young mind. Got to remember, Tommy Reese is from football. He was born into football. Nobody outside of some show probably in South Bend has talked more about Tommy Reese on the show way prior to the Alabama story than this show right here. Okay. You know this. But that was a good pickup. Tommy Reese is a 
can be a very no-nonsense guy. And he'll have to go in there and get started, which he's doing, and this spring sift through Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow. Ty Simpson ought to be the quarterback. If Jalen Milrow really wants to play, and Jalen Milrow is a fantastic talent, he's just not a long-term quarterback, I don't think. He's to find a position where they can get him the ball. He is very electric. But I don't think he's a quarterback. Tough to tell quarterbacks that, and it's tough for quarterbacks to admit this. It is. Not anything new there. Tom in Myrtle Beach is back. He was in Jamaica for a week. They shot down that spy balloon pretty much over his house. Well, out in the ocean. says, things I miss while in Jamaica. Kevin Steele gets hired. Chinese balloon gets shot down 12 miles from my back deck. And Ohio State loses to TTUN in men's basketball. Think I'm ready to go back to Jamaica, Bill. 12 miles from Tom and Myrtle Beach's deck, back deck, where his pool is. They shot down that spy balloon. Can't make this up, y'all. You can't make this up. Oh, all right. We'll take the first break. Just getting started on a Monday. I'm excited. I'm getting Omni Nashville Hotel. We'll be there this Friday. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th 
sixth annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the sixth annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The sixth annual Mid-State Classic. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. 615-844-5600. What, I, what, I, what I'm thinking about doing is sneaking into the locker room and putting some liquid Viagra in the defense's deep, uh, drinking water so they can stiffen up some anyway. Lamenting about his Sooners' lack of defense. When's the last time Oklahoma actually played defense? Seriously. And it wasn't the end of the Bob Stoops era. Remember Bob Stoops at the end? His teams weren't playing defense either. So it wasn't just the transition out of the Stoops era. It's been since then, though. This is interesting. And I saw this stat posted on Sunday while I was at Lowe's. Actually, my wife was looking at uh, stoves, and then I escaped and went over to the barbecue section. Was there many hours. I'll talk to you about that a little bit later. Yeah, I was looking at all these things that I really didn't need because I've had them all, but I was trying to get again. I was thinking about getting more of them. No Kev up in Chicago. Now, this is the stat. According to TJ, TJ joins us on Thursdays, mediocre Mario, would be Mario Cristobal, called Steel... 40-some times to try and convince him to stay. Here's the stat. Miami spent $8 million to fire Manny. Manny Diaz, now at Penn State, D coordinator. $9 million to buy out Mario at Oregon. Another $8 million to pay him this year. Millions more to hire Josh Gaddis and Kevin Steele. Josh Gaddis is gone. Steele is left. Only to go five and seven and have to replace both coordinators after just one season. But they had a heck of a recruiting class. Let me say something again. 
if you don't have your hires right, your head coach, coordinators, etc., it doesn't matter what you get in your recruiting class. It's negated. It's superseded. It doesn't matter. Long-time lesson we have preached on this show from many, many years ago. If you don't get your leadership right, it doesn't matter what the recruiting rankings tell you. Very simple. Very simple. There's nothing difficult. A kindergarten class gets that. But people mess that up all the time. Eric up in Indy. Morning, Bill. I'm glad Tommy Reese has moved on. Now, again, let me just repeat. That's the way Brent Mersberger used to say it. You know what? I should have done this over the weekend. I wasn't thinking about it. I need to go find a Musburger clip. If anybody's got one where he says Tommy Reese. He, he used to say it kind of like Tommy Reese. He didn't say it as long as I do. I elongated just for effect. And, again, that's not to mock Musburger. Musburger is better than 99% of all the play-by-play guys today. Even in his old age, he's better than most all of them. Now, he irritated people. He could be controversial. I know all that. Remember, he punched, back in the day, punched Jimmy the Greek. They were at a bar, and he punched him. That was his on-set partner, too, punched him. But, but Musburger is an outstanding broadcaster. So I'm not making fun of him. I'm just pronouncing it like he did. Eric and Indy, morning. Glad Tommy Rees is gone. Glad he's moved on. I can be a, it could be a good thing for both him and my Irish. Marcus needs to get the new offensive coordinator higher right. Oh, absolutely. Now, I think you touched on something. This can be bo- good for both. Tommy Reese, here is my calculation of his decision. Okay, he's only been at Notre Dame as the coordinator for, what, three years. And, of course, he's a vo- former player there. So he's all about Notre Dame. But he's all about, more importantly, his ascension up the coaching ladder. And his thinking is, okay, I've, I've been at Notre Dame. The brand that is historically the number one brand and the best coach ever wants me, I'd be crazy not to take this job. And if I do well here, which there's everything there in place for me to do well, all the resources you need, then I'm a head coach. Fast. Faster than probably if I would have stayed at Notre Dame. He could have done that from Notre Dame too. But but this is just as far as his brand, the Tommy Rees brand, it's a good move. It's a fantastic move. Nick Saban has called you to come help. That's a fantastic resume move provided you take advantage of it. So I can 100% see why he would want to do this. And I can see why some Notre Dame fans are probably ready to move on and let's let's get on with the next dude. Now, again, I've seen a lot of names, but I don't know if there's a clubhouse leader for the Notre Dame opening. I've seen Joe Moorhead. 
Joe's the head coach at Akron. I don't know if he'd leave and isn't his wife from Akron, I believe. I've seen names like that thrown out there. Um, Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury's not going to South Bend. Cliff, did you see Cliff? Cliff's been in Thailand. Now, now think about this life. You've made millions. You're getting paid millions not to coach. Every woman thinks you're gorgeous. And the only reason I saw somebody retweet this, I don't know who his girlfriend is, but his girlfriend in a bikini tweets, we're leaving Thailand, bye-bye. Thailand was fun, and it's some hot chick in a bikini. (laughs) Cliff's good, man. Cliff's good. Cliff's not moving to South Bend. Cliff... That's not that's not Marcus Freeman's kind of guy, okay, <laughs> to coach that offense. But it is funny. It comes up. Yeah, it's funny. I, I've seen. Look, I've seen various names. I, I'm not sure. I I think it's unclear. But but I do think Marcus Freeman will do a good job here. And by the way, let me just once again remind you. Speeding this higher up is not the way to go. If you're not sure or you're not getting your guy, don't speed the higher up. Nothing is more important than getting it right. Timing is not a thing. Now, yeah, fans and everybody, they get impatient. That doesn't matter. That's not important. They'll just have to get over their impatience. The key is nail the hire. If you get the hire right, everybody will forget about the time it took. Now, again, they may make a hire soon. But I'm just saying, don't get caught up in the, oh, my God, it's been a week. And it hadn't. But but let's say we get to this Friday and it's been a week. So what? Let's say we get to the next Friday. It's been two weeks. So what again? Get it right. Doesn't matter what time it is. The clock is not an issue. It's getting the proper guy in place. That is the only thing that matters. Only thing that matters. That's going to be interesting. i tell you what. I told you, the non-playing portion of the season is never a problem for the show. With all the news that's coming, flowing our way all the time, it's never a problem. It's even, look, a couple of years ago, during the COVID garbage, I said, look, if for some reason they don't play ball, which I never believed that would happen, I'm not worried about content. Not at all. Josh in London, Ohio, except he's now moved to Picktown. Who was better in college, Joey Bosa or J.J. Watt? Oh, Joey Bosa. Yeah. J.J. Watt's uh, star, his, his nationwide stardom wasn't until the NFL. It's hard to get noticed. Look, you can be a heck of a player at, where did he go, Central Michigan? No no doubt about it. Now, Joey Bosa, we can argue as a pro. I think as a pro, that's a really fair argument. 
And J.J. Watt just retired, so he's got way more on his resume length of time. But I'd take either one of them. Line them up. Jim in Jupiter. Jim was in uh, the Keys there. For his Red Dirt concerts down there. Anyways, he's back in Jupiter, Wellington, West Palm, Palm Beach. Mario, I, I know that's not the way you wrote this. Mario has been a disaster at Miami. It's a beautiful thing, Bill. Well, now, again, he's coming from a Florida State angle, so I understand that. If you're a Florida State fan, you're not going to be uh, cheerleading for Miami. You are rooting for their collapse. Would I call it a disaster? I mean, I think – I don't think that is so outrageously misplaced, using the word disaster. I think it's borderline, at least – now, again, yes, they had a really good recruiting ranking. That's important if they're proper, uh, properly led. But I can promise you, Miami fans who listen to this show, if you're not properly led, all that noise and confetti from your recruiting ranking won't matter a bit. It's almost impossible to out-recruit poor coaching. Does that make sense? Now, have we seen a situation, Miami, back to Miami, Larry Coker, there's an example. But there's not many of those. There's, there's always an exception to anything. But 99.9% of the time, it's impossible to out-recruit inferior leadership, inferior coaching. You have to understand this. You know how I learned all this? Living it. Trial and error. Dating back from the 70s. Watching rankings. Thinking at a young age, wow, that'll just overwhelm the roster and they'll win big. And then I saw otherwise. Now, if you marry recruiting rankings and good coaching, that's the magic elixir. That's it. And it's not magic, but that's that's the, the secret sauce. Tom said, my mom and daughter heard and felt the explosion. Said it shook the house. My mom thought the wreck tech fell on the back deck. By the time they ran outside to see what it was, they could just see the balloon falling from the sky. <laughs> uh, what a freaking comedy. Uh, okay, j- just think about this, y'all. This balloon was over water. Originally, before it got to the United States, travels basically the 
the length of the United States, and then they're going to shoot it down once it gets on the other side of the Atlantic. What a... (laughs) Absolutely hilarious. Tennessee insurance dog. Big Georgia Bulldog fan. This is a good... This is a good story. I learned about coordinating and the importance of it after Rick promoted Willie Martinez after Van Gorder left Athens. That wasn't pretty. Yeah. And uh, you know what's interesting? At that time, Van Gorder was a fantastic coordinator. By the time he got to Notre Dame and Auburn and stuff, the guy could not coordinate a lick. That is weird. I don't know how you go from Right, I mean, A-list level coordinating to later in your career, you can't bust a grape. You can't bust a grape. That is, that's one that I'll never figure out. I mean, Notre Dame, I mean, that defense collapsed with him there. Brian Kelly had to fire him during the season and put in my guy. I know Florida State fans don't necessarily like it. Greg Hudson. Who kind of firmed it up there before they went and got Coach Elko for the next year, which was a brilliant hire. And Clark Lee, which was a brilliant addition with Mike Elko from Wake Forest. That's called getting it right. That's called hitting a five-run grand slam with your hire. All right, let's take a break. Avdi Nashville Hotel. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl Meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl Meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond and Buffalo, Maria and Miami, and Jules and Troy. 
taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high-quality supplies for every industry, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Coming off his second straight SEC win, this one at the bank. Clark Lee, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, this is my favorite time of the week to be with you guys, so I'm happy to be here. If you think that's not going to be on a promo, Clark, you are sadly mistaken, <laughs> Clark, sir. you just made the haters so furious, so thank you very much. <laughs> the Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Bill King is the mother 12th data point of college football. You are listening to The Bill King Show, the only college football radio show proven to make you smarter about college football. Okay, about looks like he swallowed about three of those turduckins whole, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> So accomplished to just disastrous results. I told you, Brian Kelly, and I don't know if this guy still is with Brian. Brian had this right-hand man, lived in Chicago, and I got to know him. And he kind of handled all of Brian's off-the-field stuff. He wasn't at Notre Dame, but he was associated and employed by Brian Kelly. And he ran Brian's nonprofit, his his charities, things like that. I, I didn't really delve too much into it. But he was also a guy, he was a fan of the show, we would listen. And he came into town one time, and this is when Notre Dame needed a defensive coordinator under Brian Kelly, and um, – he said, meet me at Outback Steakhouse down off West End. Yes, off West End. Now, you, some of you folks who are from around the 615 will know. Many of you outside won't know where that is. But it's it's close to downtown Nashville right there. Anyways, so we meet and we have some lunch. And I said, so what do you think's happening with the defensive coordinator? And this is out of nowhere. He goes, oh, they're going after Brian Van Gorder. Nobody had this. 
South Bend Tribune, all those services that cover Notre Dame, none of them had this. And uh, anyways, that's who they ended up hiring. And it was a disaster. It was a catastrophe. Had to run him off. Greg Hudson was there, really not in a football capacity. Greg played football and baseball at Notre Dame. And uh, anyways, he came in and kind of solidified everything the rest of that season until they were able the next year to go get Mike Elko, which was a brilliant hire. Elko stayed a year, went to A&M, then just took the Duke job. And did you see what Duke did repairing the mess left by the deity? Now, the deity did a good job overall, but there at the end it cratered because it's Duke. And Mike Elko had a unconscionable, outstanding year, year one there in Durham, North Carolina. Yeah, had a fantastic year. Josh said Bill Watt went to Wisconsin. Yeah, but he was at Central Michigan. You're right. I, I, he, he transferred from Central Michigan to Wisconsin. He actually signed with Butch Jones. I don't know. Maybe we played the Butch Jones, uh, Jones song today on the show. I don't know. Patton, can you find that song? Yeah, find, find the Butch Jones song, Patton. T- tell me when you have it. And, uh, yeah, J.J. Watt signed with Central Michigan to play tight end. And uh, Butch then wanted him to move to offensive line. O-tackle. And then he ended up saying, I'm not doing this. So he walked on at Wisconsin and became a superstar defensive lineman. I still think Boza was a better college player. Pro player, Boza doesn't have the length on the resume yet. Now, he's got a fantastic resume. He just doesn't have the distance, the length that J.J. Watt. Since I brought it up, and since this is another testament to Sergeant Carter and what he did not get done, for example, at Tennessee, he's now in Jonesboro, Arkansas. That's cratering, too, from what I understand. Here's a song for your Monday listening pleasure. Back in the day, the teams we play. They'd always pray till something changed. Phil took the blame. The coach today, a man they named Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Butch Jones. There it is. There's the song. That might be the best song ever. That song should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, even though I don't know that that's rock and roll. They should put it in there anyways. No fan down in the 863. Oh, no fan. Where do I order that Everglades seasoning? I like that. He sent me some Everglades seasoning, and uh, I still have... One of the shakers left, the original, and it's good. I use it all the time. Yeah, just tell, is there a website or 
Maybe, maybe I Google it. I need to Google it. Anyways, he says, Bill, and he's a Florida State fan, as good as it is to see Florida and Miami struggle, there was nothing better than when the Natty went through the state of Florida. Absolutely great games back then. True. Remember we did that stat? If you take Miami from 83 to Florida State's Natty in 13. So that's 17 years and 13 years. So 30 years, you have five Miami Natties, last one in 01. You've got three Florida Natties, that makes eight. And Florida State, you have three, correct? That's 11 in 30 years. That's not 50%, but it's approaching it. There's not another state that comes close. Well, you could say, Bill, Alabama. What about Alabama? What if you just took the state of Alabama, which has a population that is tiny compared to Florida? I mean minuscule compared to Florida. And you started just Nick and old nine. He's got six. Auburn's got one in there. That's seven in last one was 2020 and 11 years. <laughs> that's, that's pretty wicked right there. Now that's almost all Alabama, but there is an Auburn one in there. You have to give a credit. That is sick is what that is. Think about how big California is, Texas is. Nothing comes close to that. Somebody look it up. Birmingham would be what as far as the biggest city in California. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling mini games. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville, Nashville's first curling venue is here. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Cordell & Cordell is a firm that practices family law exclusively. We focus on only one area of the law to maximize our strength and effectiveness as advocates for clients that have everything on the line. Their homes, retirement, savings, and most importantly, their children. We're the partner our clients count on. If we can be of help to you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell & Cordell's Nashville area attorneys. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. It's a Bill King Show. Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? God-forsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Sports. Bill King knows a few things. Hey, 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 bring your ass on. Bring your ass on, you little sissy blue shirt. He'd have found out. I'm not kidding. Coach O wasn't just, you know how people will pop off and very rarely does it mean anything. Coach O, if that dude, whoever that dude was in the sissy blue shirt would have come down there, he'd have found out what he was talking about. Coach O ain't just talking. Thank God that guy did not go down there. Smart dude, whoever that was. I asked earlier, we were just talking about states, and we've done this before, but but state of Florida. Now, they had three teams participating in this, 11 championships in 30 years, between 83 and uh, the most recent state of Florida championship would be, unless you count Central Florida, you want to give Central Florida one, two? <laughs> That'd be 12 in 30 years. Self-proclaimed, but you know what? They were undefeated. Frosty Frosty had something going there, right? Danny White, AD, now at Tennessee. Anyways, Alabama, if you just – and we could go back to Bears' six championships too, but we're not even going through Bears, right? We can include that. 
But but if you just started with Knicks 09, Auburn 10, and then all the other Alabama natties since then, including the last one in 2020, that would be seven of them in about what? 11 years between 09 and 2020. And I asked, where would Birmingham's population rank in California? Johnny Vegas said Birmingham is listed at 197, 197,000. Huntington Beach, California is 198. So, but where would Birmingham rank in the state of California as far as size of cities, population? Anyways, you have California with What's California got? 50 million people, something like that? 50, 60, whatever the number is. Whatever the number is. And you've got UCLA, USC, you've got Cal, and you've got Stanford. I mean, there's a million colleges in there, right? What do they have between 09 and uh, now? Nothing. They've got... 05. No, they got 04. Take that back. Yeah, 05 was Texas. And then they have the split in 78. Is there anything else? Am I leaving any? I don't think so. So California, which is a thousand times bigger, a million times bigger than Alabama. But you know where this leads back to, everybody? If I had a chalkboard, I could point this out to you. You know where this leads back? What's the difference in Alabama or those Florida teams and all those teams in California? Leadership, head coaching. That's the difference. Now, Pete Carroll had a good run there, yeah. Had to get out because the NCAA was crushing them. But but overall, what's the difference? All those coaches, all those schools, all those years. What is the difference in Florida with Urban Meyer? I didn't even go back to Spurrier. Well, yeah, I did. I went back. Yeah, I did. I, did. I went back to Spurrier. With Spurrier, Meyer, Stellenberger, Jimmy Johnson, Dennis Erickson, Bobby Bowden, and all those coaches in California and Texas over that period of time. What's the difference, y'all? Leadership. Texas and California has access to personnel every bit as good as what Florida has, which is outstanding, and what certainly the state of Alabama has, which overproduces players, but it's limited in its population base. It's all about your leadership, y'all. What do you think Nick Saban would do if 15 years ago you gave him the Southern Cal job? What havoc do you think he would wreak? All right, hour two coming up. Balls of Steel, hour three. Happy Monday. Omni Nashville Hotel.